I'm not sure if Sue Gordian heard it, but we owe Sue an apology because we've kept Sue waiting for a couple of minutes because your quiz ran overtime. Let's welcome the General Manager of the West Coast Fever uh, right now here on Sport FM. Good morning, Sue. Uh, morning, boys. No, I didn't hear the quiz. I do apologise. Oh, that's okay. Well, that, that's the reason we, we weren't with you on time, Sue. So blame Wayne's world-famous sports, sports quiz. Today. I will. I will. Uh, hey, Sue, I will. early, um, when they announced the, the two-point super shot, I used to really like it. I don't think I do now. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I had both thoughts on the weekend myself. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, if, you were, if you weren't a Fever fan, you would have loved the game, I think. Um, but, you know, Fever fans and, and uh, those of us involved with the club may think otherwise off the back of the weekend. Oh, look, it was still a great effort, wasn't it? I mean, mm. and I know you won't give excuses and about but the the schedule's been pretty tough and it probably showed a, a little bit at the end. Yeah, I, look, you're right. I think I think we said that last week, didn't we? We'll wait and see how things unfold over this five-week block and I guess internally we'll be able to review not just, I guess, technically and tactically if there are some gaps and there certainly are that, which we've addressed off the back of, of the loss on the weekend, but also, you know, for the players to be able to feedback exactly how they're feeling both physically and mentally. So, um, look, no excuses for us on the weekend. You know, we, we were, we only lost one quarter. It was the last one and we lost it in, in pretty average fashion, um, 19 to 13. So, uh, we led the game. We had some, a number of occasions where I felt we probably could have closed the door on our opposition and just didn't. So I probably just lacked a bit of focus at key points throughout the game. Again, whether that comes down to a bit of fatigue or not, um, you know, possibly. But it, but we need to be better than that because it's still a long season ahead and, um, you know, th- those things are going to happen again. So, yeah, disappointing, disappointing. All good things must come to an end, sadly. But by one goal on a super shot in the siren... Oh, gee, yeah. yeah. Tough, tough pill to swallow. And I, th- I suppose the other thing you look at is, is the number of the turnovers that occurred, you know, the, the avoidable ones. Yep. Um, certainly our highest turnover rate for the season so far. But in fairness, I have to acknowledge that the Thunderbirds created a number of those for us. They are an exceptional defensive side. I mean, for me, and, and by the stats, the best in the league. Um, and they certainly put some doubt into, I guess, our attacking line at different times and ability just to maybe seamlessly link ball through court and find Janil. Um, that said, again, you know, upon reflection and review of the game, you know, some of the behaviours that we showed, irrespective of their pressure, probably just didn't match up to where we've been over the last four or five weeks. So, um, yeah, look, you know, losses do great things to teams and, you know, for me, the way we've sort of approached the review and, and trained on yesterday morning and again, hopefully tomorrow night, just to sharpen the focus. And and Dan and I had this chat, which was, you know, it, it, it makes you really dig deep into your, into your game and find your gaps. And sometimes when you're winning, you may not necessarily do that as much, not through laziness, but just because you believe things are ticking along nicely so um, it's a great little learning moment for us as a club and coaching staff. I guess the follow-up question to that Sue and and those comments is it is a loss almost you need to have is because when you keep winning maybe you overlook some of the little things in games. Yeah look it's a tough one isn't it because it's easy to say that like I mean I'm like oh thank god we've had a loss I hate to go through the season undefeated but you know what I'd love to go through the season undefeated but 
Um, I, I feel that there have been a few behaviours within the last couple of weeks. If you have a look at the way uh, we finished the game off against the Firebirds, they came at us in the second half, of course, same thing again on the weekend. So whilst we've been very impressive in the first half of netball, there's been some fade-outs. And based on opposition having to throw caution to the wind and just go whatever, but at the same time, I think for us, just a couple of behavioural characteristics on the court that need fixing. And so now we just get this opportunity over the next two or three weeks, should I say, to really start to fine-tune and shape those Um you know, and this weekend against the Sunshine Coast Lightning will be the first chance to do that. It's another good opponent because the Lightning are sitting in the four. But um, does that reinforce to you that game against a good opponent that the Thunderbirds are the the strongest opponent, perhaps to yourselves in the competition? Oh, I think that game on the weekend, being a top of the table clash with us, probably to most people answered the question of the Thunderbirds the real deal this year, and and the answer to that is absolutely yes. Um, I think that's probably uh, the new benchmark for the season is it's not just West Coast fever anymore. There's there's more teams. And I've always felt any team can still win this competition. I, you know, it's just that we had been undefeated. But we have our vulnerabilities as well. And we've shown those over the last couple of weeks. So, A, we have to get better. But certainly, um, if you look at, you know, the Lightning played yesterday in the Anzac Day clash. And, look, they, they are a happy team. They are playing seamless netball. Um, tough for them to have a short turnaround, but they get to play at home and they'll relish that. So, you know, if, if we don't step up from where our performance was on the weekend, we can expect to be taking our longest flight of the season home and unhappy side. Um, and that's the reality, and that very much could happen. So, you know, if this will be a very, very tough and questioning weekend for us when we when we play the seventh game of the season and get to the halfway point. Um, you say it's just not about the West Coast fever, but you you are the hunted, aren't you? And and the way that other sides step up, and we saw that, and you mentioned it earlier about their defence and uh, Shamira Sterling against Fowler, and, and and but they they're, they're lifting, aren't they? Because you are the benchmark. Yeah. yeah, and and you know what? This is it's an incredible space to be in, boys, because. Um, you know, we said this at the beginning of the season, we prepped for this, but until you're sitting in the space of being hunted week in, week out, to understand what that actually feels like, and we've got that comparison now. Like, we go back to last year when we were prowling and hunting and looking good, but certainly, you know, there was we, we still hadn't proven ourselves. So the rhetoric around our team leading to that grand final still had question marks, whereas this year it's like everyone takes away the question marks when they're talking about you and it's just, well, you know, they're the best and you've got to beat them and, and it plays with your mind over time. So it's not it's not just the way the teams approach you, it's the entire it's the it's the whole whole holistic approach that sits around West Coast fever. And it's fascinating and it's actually really good to be in because it's it's a different predicament for us as a club. But it, it really makes you buckle down and realise, again, moments on the weekend like we, we had where being up by seven or eight or nine goals at one point in the first quarter, winning the first three quarters, but then fading off in the fourth just simply isn't good enough and won't win us a back-to-back premiership. So, again, great opportunity to dig deep and learn off a one-goal loss, and we shouldn't be too disappointed. We're five from six and one loss that's by a singular goal, but we need to be better. So um, is there a little bit of fatigue starting to build, uh, particularly with some road trips in recent weeks? This was a home game, but uh, you've had a lot of travel in recent times. Is it starting to take its toll at all? 
Oh, look, I, I think that not physically. I think physically we're tracking really, really well. Um, I just think mentally, it, there's definitely mental fatigue, but there's also enough time to ensure that that mental fatigue doesn't become problematic in the game. And I think we're trying to do everything we can around that in terms of, you know, the way in which we're approaching the athletes, the information we're feeding them, the time off we're giving them, um, the the expectations on them to also look after their own well-being, knowing this block of time. This 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 five-week block hasn't crept up on us, boys. We've, we've known about it since last year when the fixture was handed our way. So, um, yeah, by all means, I feel like we can't... Use, like, we're not... There's no reason to use it as an excuse. Um, but upon the end of the five-week block, I'm sure we'll look back and have some really interesting learnings, and that will shape us as we step forward towards, you know, the next four or five rounds to mark out the end of the season. So um, no excuses. I feel like, you know, I feel like we're aware of it. We know what we need to do um, and we're still capable of winning games. Now, you mentioned not the physical aspect. Does that mean that there's no real injury concerns? Yeah, no, all good. Tracking really, really well, which is which is terrific because, you know, you have a look at the weekend game just as an example and, I mean, bodies were on the court 24-7. I've never seen the mop wiper come out so much to wipe the sweat off the court. So, um, you know, to, to, to come through a very impactful game. And, and in fairness, you know, both Adelaide and us had very low penalty counts. It's just the, it's just the competitiveness of the contest that's um, just so consistent now. I mean, again, if I compare this season to last season, it just feels like another level up. I don't know if that just happens every year in sport, but it's certainly feeling like it. So... Um, really good to be able to, you know, go through the medical rooms on, on Monday and, and, you know, get the reports from the medical staff with an all-clear approach to, to the next game. So tracking really well. Still a good coffee at the corner store? It... Yeah. <laughs> For someone that doesn't drink it, yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm the, the, same. Girls yeah. <laughs> the girls love it. The girls love it. Corner store at Cambridge, yeah. corner of Burkett Street in Cambridge. Yeah. Dave, yeah, Dave yeah. Stedman, say hello. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, the girls are big fans. Um, honestly, if they're ever late to a training, which is absolutely on the rarest occasions, you know where you'll find them. So, um, yeah, they have a bit of a, a coffee regime. The group does, which is in, even even down to Verity Simmons, who had never drunk a coffee in her life and took it as a dare, and now she's just a connoisseur. Mm. So, um, yeah, they they love the corner store. Absolutely. My goal before I leave Sport FM, whenever that might be, Sue, is to get Wayne to have a cup of coffee, but he insists he won't have any, so I'm probably fighting a no. losing battle. I've never had a cup in my life, boys. Never. Don't don't like the smell. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> mum and dad used to drink it, but my brother and I have never had a cup of coffee in our life. Good on you. Wise. Hey, Sue, thanks for your time as always, and good luck uh, this weekend. Should be a beauty against the Lightning. Good on you, boys. Thanks again. See ya. Sue Gordian joining us. Not a coffee fan.